0: In the previous video, you had an introduction into Action as well as loading the Timeline Layer composite into Effects. Now that things are set up, let's start moving objects in 3D space. I'll double-click the top axis connected to the background image. With the same viewer selected, let's change the view. Go to the view menu, Action 3D views and look at the composite from the top view. This is mapped to the SHIFT-4 keyboard shortcut. Now hold CONTROL-OPTION and click and drag to zoom out the view. This is so you will see the images as well as the wireframe camera. In the Accesses object menu, I'll push the background behind the gladiators. Now let's bend the background to create a more visual perspective. Switch to the Image tab. In the surface menu, Change the surface type to a bicubic. These surfaces are the same as you saw in the Axis Timeline Effects video. Click on the surface to ensure it is selected. Holding Command, I will drag a selection box over the inner tangents to select them. In the Object menu, I will switch to the Vertices menu under the Image tab. Adjusting the Z-Position slider will bend the background surface and create perspective when looking at the result view. Now let's scale the background up so that it covers all the exposed black areas in the frame. Hover the cursor over the top viewer and press ESCAPE. This will allow you to toggle quickly between the Action Schematic Viewer and the previously set viewer. Double-click on the top axis node And in the OBJECT menu, I'll scale the background until it fills the edge of the frame. Let's have a look at how this looks from a free moving perspective. Select the result viewer, change the view menu, Action 3D views and select perspective. This view can also be accessed by pressing SHIFT 4. This enables your perspective viewer to move freely around the scene. Press OPTION-O to switch from SELECT mode to ORBIT. You can also change the modes via the tools pull-down menu. The shape of your cursor updates and if you drag on the viewer, you can now move around to the 3D environment. It does not modify the actual result of your composite since you are not moving the camera around. It just lets you look at your scene from a different perspective. Now let's go ahead and add in a few more components. First we'll add a logo and then a layered Photoshop file. Select the viewer with the Action Schematic and press CONTROL-ESCAPE to change the view back to the ConnectFX schematic. In the Action Controls, switch to the Media menu. Select the Action node and press CONTROL-N to add a new media input. You can now see that the media list will be expecting some new footage. In the media library, I will click and drag the matte container clip that comes with the downloadable media for the lessons. You will see that this source node has two outputs. I'll connect the fill output to the red input of the media node. I'll also connect the blue alpha output to the blue matte input of the media node. Selecting the action node, you can see how the perspective viewer shows the logo as part of the 3D composite. Let's place the Expo logo behind the two gladiators. I'll select the perspective viewer and press F4 to see the action result. Also select the connect effect schematic and press escape to go into the action schematic. If you don't see the nodes in the schematic, You can use a really handy tool for panning the schematic viewer, the navigator. Press CONTROL-OPTION-N and the navigator will appear in the viewer. Now pan over to the new nodes. Double-click on the axis node and in the object menu, push the logo behind the gladiators. I'll also position it slightly above their heads. If I scrub the time-bar, you will see the gladiators move in front of the logo. I also have a layered Photoshop file that I would like to integrate into the composite. Go back to the beginning of the composite and switch to the Action node bin. This node bin contains all the various objects you can load into the Action 3D compositor. It works the same way as the Connect Effects nodes that you have seen earlier. Press I over the node bin And all the nodes labelled with I will highlight including import. Double-clicking on this node takes you into the file browser. Here you would choose the type of file you would want to import using the pull-down menu at the bottom of the screen. Using the small folder window, you can navigate to the folder where you have the PSD file. Select it and Action will load the file. You can see the Photoshop files integrated into the composite. If you look in the Action Schematic, you can see that all the layers are retained and connected by an axis node. I just want to draw your attention to the CFX section in the media panel. You can see in the sources folder that all the elements of the Photoshop file are stored there. All the elements including the Photoshop layers will be stored in this CONNECTFX segment in the sequence. If you want to save one of the sources into the media library, you just need to drag and drop the source into a library folder. This does not move the source from CONNECTFX. It simply makes a copy for later use. Now let's go back to the composite. Use the navigator to pan to the new nodes if you haven't already done so. The structure of the Axis Nodes are very important. The top node controls the group but each layer still has its own axis to move individually. Pay close attention to the arrow on the connection between the nodes. Usually the arrow on the connection always points away from the parent to the child node. Let's move the group. Double-click on the top axis node. In the object menu, Move the group in front of the gladiators. You may want to adjust the vertical position and adjust the scaling. I'll also grab the versus graphic and move that between the gladiators. So that looks pretty good but I've now decided that more needs to be done with the logo. In the next video, we'll replace the flat logo with a 3D model. We'll also finish off with some basic lighting and animating the 3D camera. All that to come and more.